to the potty bung bung. It's your man Clay Tron, aka the big boss man, aka the clumsy jeweler, because I'm always dropping gems, aka the PhD of podcasts, and aka the milkman. Cause I always deliver. The week's over, everybody. By the time you hear this, the new week's about to start. But it's getting close to Christmas. Everybody's gonna be on holidays soon. Um one one more week, really. One more week of work. Knock it out and then have have this break, eat this good, good food, you know, go into that food coma, have your food babies, all the, you know, all the corny shit you want to say, go ahead, go ahead. Hey, speaking of Christmas, shout out to Darcy Harding at Darcy Harding on Instagram, who is the winner of our $100 um, uh, Visa gift voucher. So uh, yeah, clap it up for Darcy Harding there. That's, um, that's really good. So Merry Christmas. And like I said to him, uh, good luck getting that shit, uh, anytime in the next six months, uh, shout out to Australia post who, who know, um, who know what they're doing. They know why they're losing business. You send letters. It doesn't even, uh, doesn't even like get to cats for like three weeks. I got a friend in jail, man. We're trying to talk. I'm sending him a fucking letter that has all the the scores, the, all the NBA scores, and he doesn't see it for three weeks later. He's got no fucking idea, you know? It's too expensive for those cats to use the phone in there. See, come on. Anyway, uh, last night I had my work Christmas party. Um, what can I fucking say about that? It was fine, good food, a few free drinks. And then um, the tab ran out and I bought a soda water for $4.50. And um, I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't drinking because it's on the other side of the city. I didn't want to leave my car out there because I had to work first, right? So I didn't, I didn't have time to come home, put my car here, get out there somehow. It was all just a big fuck around. So I, I drove to work. I had my car there and I was like, I'll drive this back so I don't have to come back to work over the weekend to get my car and all this, you know? So, so yeah, I left pretty early, um, which is fine. Well, it was, it was fine. It was a bit like, you know how that work shit is. Like, you're not close to anybody. You don't really have too much to talk about other than work. I talked a little bit of politics with one guy, um, who seems to get around it a little bit, but like you can only talk politics for so long before you're like, shit, like sucks. This sucks. The world sucks. You know? So I was like, I, I, I had to keep my vibe high. So oh, I'm trying to mix it up, mix it up, mix it up. Talking business, talking a little bit of business, some sneaky business stuff, uh, came up, not allowed to talk about it though. So sorry guys, but you'll hear, you'll find out soon enough. Um, yeah, man, there's always, there's always weird dynamics in the, in the workplace and that, that rule, there was no exception to that rule be, with it being the Christmas party, you know, it was still fucking all types of weird. So I was just like, fuck man, let me get out of here. So I got out of there, but we've got this guy, man, at work. He's Italian. He is a Italian. He's so Italian, man. And like, he was telling some story. And I actually went full family guy on him. Like I didn't hear anything other than boopity 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 boopity. And I was like, yeah, 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 for sure. 
like who knows who knows what I agreed to but I was like I wasn't going to say like hey man I do not know what you're saying right now he's a great guy by the way I like him he's one of the people that I actually talk to like every day at work I like him he's very friendly he likes soccer I tried to talk about soccer I don't know anything about soccer Ronaldo yes yes Messi yes yes um and then you know kids and I don't have kids so yeah and I discovered like probably less than 10% of our office is single as well. Not me, I'm taken. So um, there's that. Uh, but um, yeah, I just thought that was a bit strange. I didn't know if it was like, a, it wasn't an age thing because everybody's pretty, there's a very diverse age range, but people, there's a lot of, there's a lot of young people in there still, but they're all married and shit. I was, I was, uh, yeah, I was a bit surprised by that, but it's all good, man. No one's worried about that shit, but, um, yeah, I thought I would talk about those things. Um, shit. What else? What else? Shit. My vibes, not my vibe, my vibes not like, I'm just like mad tired. Oh, coffee. Mm-hmm. Oh. That's to that like lukewarm stage. Like I'm going to have to uh, finish that over the, the next break. So Money Making Mitch, how about you hit us with that sports theme song and I can finish this fucking coffee. I saw somebody pop up on my Instagram feed um, this week that I had not talked about in a long time, but it, it sparked a memory in me. Um, there is a NBA player, ex-NBA player that used to play for Phoenix Suns. Um, his name is Dan Marley, but his surname is spelled M-A-R-J-E-R-L-E, so it looks like Margell, Margell, and. This guy that I remember, and I mean, I was never close with the dude, but like I used to play against him in basketball and shit and actually heard um, some bad news about him a few years ago. I think he um, passed away, so I don't want to speak ill of the dead. This is not supposed to be disrespectful or anything, but he, one day, you know how people talk about like their favorite players and stuff and they try and say someone that, sometimes like when you're a bit younger, you try and say someone that no one has really heard of because it gives you a bit of clout, but it makes you seem like you've got that knowledge. So he's like, oh, have you guys heard of Dan Margell? And me and my other friend, Scott, look at each other and then look back at him and we're both like, um, do you mean Dan Marley? <laughs> and that was like, oh man, we used to give him shit about that all, like every training session and shit for the rest of time, man. Um, but rest in peace, man, because... Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's the news that I heard. I think I was in college at the time, so I wasn't around. Oh, let's not get too dark here, but yeah. Classic memory, I saw Dan Marley come up in a Facebook, uh, YouTube, uh, fucking Instagram post, and I, I laughed at that shit, because me, Scott, and Curtis, I would say, were probably the biggest shit talkers back in the day. Um, not like talk, not so much on court, 
I like to talk a bit on court. Curtis as well. Uh, oh, you know what, Scott as well. But, yeah, we used to talk a lot of shit off the court. And that Dan Margell, Mount Marley, shit was mad funny. Mad funny. That was mad funny. You guys aren't, like, you guys don't give a fuck. That's fine. Um, James Harden got his fourth 50-point triple-double in his career. It was against the Los Angeles Lakers. And it was uh, a historic moment. Um, the previous most 50-point uh, triple-doubles was Russell Westbrook. And now it is James Harden. Um, and those are both, you know, uh, this generation's players. So that says something about the rule changes and the, you know, making it easier on the offense. Which is great for the fans. Is it great for the game? Who knows? Is it great for the youth? No, because they, they're not going to take... Uh, defense very seriously. They don't want to get stuffed, uh, dunked on. Uh, they don't want to get their ankles broke. Everything's on Instagram now. Everything's on YouTube. And everybody like everybody gets up and runs out of the gym and shit whenever someone gets dunked on. Or almost dunked on. I had to... I commented on Bleacher Report the other day because they put a highlight up of someone, I forgot who it was, who broke someone's ankles and then shot the shot and missed. And the caption said... Oh, this guy almost um, did the James Harden to this guy. And I just commented on that shit. They didn't see it. They don't know me. But I just commented on that shit. Don't post almost highlights. You're supposed to post highlights, son. Not an almost highlight. Who gives a fuck? And I forgot to drink this coffee during the fucking song. The, the intro to this. Oh, that's been sitting there far too long. You need your coffee hot. You don't want cold coffee or like lukewarm coffee or like, I don't know, man. No, no good. No, sorry. Um, yeah, but anyway, uh, that's the most 50 point triple doubles. So shout out James Harden. You can get buckets. I mean, you're, you're great. You're a great player. You can obviously rebound. You can obviously fucking dish the ball. Um, if you're getting 11 assists in a 50 point game, like no one can complain with how much you're shooting the ball. Um, but I don't know, man, your team's struggling this season so far. Um, Mello, Mello got released. I don't know if anyone's signed him. I'm actually pretty sure no one has. So Mello's just nowhere to be seen. Uh, I agree with everyone. I think Mello should have probably just retired and avoided all of this. Um, cause this is an embarrassing way to go out. So I hope he signs somewhere and can just do like a one last dance shit that like fucking D-Wade's doing. Just do the, the tour. Um, but yeah, I don't know, man, about Mello. International Heem, who used to be my co-host, uh, doesn't, he's a huge Mello fan. And I get it. Mello is one of the great scorers, but he's not. One of the great players, I don't think. He's the most decorated USA basketballer or, you know, or Olympic basketballer ever. Yeah, okay. You're supposed to be. You're on the dream team three times. Congrats. If I was on the dream team three times, I would have fucking... Like, what are you talking about? Playing against fucking dudes that train on dirt and shit. Like, what are you fucking talking about? I don't know. Um... Yo, LeBron's updated range, okay? He's just been working on his jump shot in the offseason, and he shot a three-point shot from the logo with 14 seconds left on the shot clock. 
yesterday. And I was just like, oh, when I saw him shoot, I was like, oh, well, that, like, he must have, uh, the shot clock must have been down. Then I watched the replay, 14 seconds left. I'm like, what? He barely jumped, okay? So he had no propulsion from his legs and he just fucking slung it up, swish. Um, you don't want LeBron James with a fucking wet ball. Because uh, Steph Curry's got no strength, no body. You don't want, like, if if you got LeBron James who can just, like, Zion Williamson his way into the paint or shoot a long bomb like that, the only thing he's missing is a handle. Son, and he's not missing a handle, but he just doesn't have a crazy handle. Like, Curry Irving's probably the greatest handle of all time. Steph Curry is one of the greatest handles in the league today. That's for sure. Um, but Kyrie Irving's is on like a, like an alien level, like genius level handle. Um, but that's for another time. But yeah, LeBron James's range is scary. And man, I'm ex- I'm very excited about this season because I was, I was just talking about defense, right? With, um, who was I talking about? Oh, the kids, like the kids, like, or, or Mellow, like defense, right? Kawhi Leonard. Two-way player, classic two-way player. Jimmy Butler, let's throw him in there. Clay Thompson. But Kawhi Leonard is like next-level defense, okay? As well as his next-level offense. And he has made the Toronto Raptors look so fucking dangerous. They have swept um, Golden State in this in the regular season series. Uh, 2-0, I believe. I don't, I don't think they play each other again. Um... So they'll meet again in the playoffs. Uh, Steph Curry made a comment like, you know, we're 0-0 now. Like, regular seasons don't matter in the playoffs. Regular season wins don't matter in the playoffs, which is true. Which is true. But, um, yes, this is going to be very interesting. And I think I'm going to have to schedule no meetings on the days that these games are on. And, or maybe only afternoon meetings. And make sure that I pull out the old iPhone and I'm watching this shit in the office. It's the only... Is the only way. I need to see the playoffs this year. Zipper, zipper qualms. Because I had, I had given it to Golden State. I gave it to them before the season started. But Toronto's looking fucking scary. They are fucking about that action. Okay? Boogie's not back yet. He's training in the G League. Training with the G League team. He's ramped up his training. He's doing well. He's going to be there soon. I wonder how he'll fit. Um, you know, coming in so late and all this. I'm very, very excited. Very excited. I've got to be excited about somebody because my bulls are looking like dog shit. I talked about it on the um, the Hump Day episode this week. They had their worst ever loss at home in franchise history with a 56-point loss to the Boston Celtics. That is unacceptable. Unacceptable. And some moves, some moves need to happen, uh, whether it's coaching, whether it's... Um, trades. I know we've got a couple guys injured. I don't think Chris Dunn's playing at the moment. I love Chris Dunn. Played against Chris Dunn. Um, Zach Levine, obviously, is going to get most improved player uh, this season. Is that obvious? I don't know, but uh, I think he's going to get most improved. I think Luka Doncic is going to get Rookie of the Year. Who else could at this point? Um, Man, it's... I'm loving it. I'm loving the NBA. I I've, I was off the NBA a little bit because of the... Um, I don't know. I think when I graduated from college, I stopped watching the young kids. So I didn't know who anybody was anymore. And now that I've become more of a fan again, I'm following it more. I know who people are. I'm watching the games. 
very, I'm much more invested. I should have done fantasy. I had an opportunity. Lavelle invited me to his fantasy, and I'm I'm always shit at fantasy leagues. I don't update them enough. But man, like, let me tell you, I've got a lot of spare time at my new job. Okay. I'm like sitting there not knowing what to do most of the time. I could be fucking around my fantasy team and all types of shit. So I kind of regret not playing fantasy. And by this time next year, hopefully I'm busy in my job and I won't be able to do fantasy. I'm hoping I won't be able to do fantasy next year, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it for sure. Um, what else do we have here? Oh, Dikembe Matumbo, man. He's flown a kid with a big tumor on his face. Like the side of his cheek looks like it's got a balloon in it. Like it's a big tumor. Dikembe Mutombo flew him in from the Republic of Congo. Um, and he's going to pay for his tumor removal, which is a beautiful thing, man. I think I don't, this is all on source here at the Welcome to the Potty podcast, but I think that's where Dikembe Mutombo is from as well. So I was like giving back to his own community. He's still doing that as a, you know, 50 year old man, or maybe older than that. He might be, he might be more like uh, 55. I don't know. It is all one source here at the Welcome to the Potty podcast, but I love that. I love giving back. Welcome to the Potty gives back. Make sure you check out www.welcometothepotty.com. Check the uh, charities tab up the top of the screen there. And you can see where all the money goes when we play um, Sourced Unsourced or Jessica Beal of Fortune. So yeah, man. Um, we love charitable contributions. We shouted out Metallica the other week. We don't even listen to Metallica here at the Welcome to the Potty podcast, but we do. We do follow cats that's been mad, um, philanthropic, you know? Um, so yeah, shout out to Dikembe Mutombo and good luck to the kid, man. Um, very happy for the kid and, um, and his family and all of this. It warms my heart, man. I'm big softy. I'm a big softy, but I'll, I'll break your fucking nose bone. You know? Um, what else we got? Steph Curry was on a podcast with a couple of his teammates and they were talking about the moon landing and saying it was fake and all this. And everybody took it serious. Steph Curry now claims it was a joke. I don't know. I haven't talked to Steph lately. Um, but uh, he's get. it seems like he's getting a bit frustrated, but he, he reckons that he was trying to prove a point with like how people just take everything and run with it. And so that's why he didn't, he didn't say it was a joke sooner. I don't know. Seems like a bit of face saving. Um, but like, think about this. If the US says they've been to the moon six times, right? Over a span of about 60 years. That's six decades, six lots of 10. That means different generations of astronauts, of fucking, you know, engineers, technicians, fucking everybody. Uh, generations of them would have had to go through there and kept this secret, right? That it never happened. All the people that's ever worked at NASA would have to just have kept this big secret this whole time and never released a tell-all. Now, I know, um, yeah, that probably happens all the time. Clay, you ever heard of Area 51? Yes, I have. Does it exist? I don't know. Well, it does because I've got the physical. You can see it. But if you get too close, they'll fucking, you know, I don't know. I don't know, but no one's released a book on Area 51. So, so yeah, maybe people can keep secrets. Guess what? Guess what? Some people cannot keep a fucking secret and it's just science. It is just fucking science. People like this, 
people are like, yo, I probably shouldn't tell you this, but... Oh. Remind me never to tell you shit. Yo. I'm trusting you not to tell anybody this shit that I got told from somebody else. Their business that they... That they... Are trusting me to keep to myself. I'm about to tell you right now. So if you ever have anything to tell me. Don't fucking tell me. You know? No. But anyway... No one from NASA kept a secret this long. They could have... One person... One person would have said something. One person would have released a tell-all book. One person would have got an interview on fucking... You know, 60 Minutes and said, Yo. Yeah. Nah. Yeah, we went out. We flew out of Hollywood and put a big set. Everything. You know? So they went to the fucking moon. In my opinion, they fucking did it. Alright? I know there was a big space race thing between the US and Russia and all this and the US's technology just suddenly got better and shit, but maybe it happened. Like, you're not gonna fa- What was- what- what do you get? What do you get for getting to the moon first? Nothing. There's no prize. Just pride. However, the US is one of those places that- that would, um... Sorry, I thought that my headphones cut out, but they didn't. Um... Uh, the US is a country that would definitely take, take a competition like that too far and just lie about it. But no, I think they went, I think they went, I'm about to fucking talk myself into saying that they didn't in a minute, but no, they went. Um, and Steph Curry, please don't turn into Kyrie Irving and start saying wild shit like the earth is flat. Okay. Yo, the earth is so curved. I was once at the top of a fucking roller coaster and could see the curvature of the earth. So... Like, you can see it. You can fucking see it. And then people say, like, if you look it up, instead of it being, like, just a flat, like, like it looks like a piece of, like, caramel slice or whatever, they've got it, like, curved like a disc, like a, like a discus. Like, it is a curved, sh curved shape, but it's flat. It's like a, a ball that's been squished. So, that's what their, that's what their explanation is of seeing the curvature of the earth. And you know what I've got to say to that? Wake the fuck up, man. We've got satellites and shit now. All right. We got those dudes, you know, those, I don't even know what they're called. Surveyors with the, and they've got like, it looks like a big camera on a tripod and it's doing like infrared shit. That shit can measure curvature and all this. Air, yo, come on. And that's what gravity is. That's what gravity is, is that, that, isn't it? <laughs> the density of like... Isn't it like the weight of the earth and the speed that it's moving at and like the the fact that it is a spherical shape, it all pulls, it all pulls down into the center. Like that's why the dirt gets so much harder the further you dig, right? Because it's all getting pulled in together. It turns to like a fucking big rock. That's what we're on is a big rock. That's what earth is. I'm not a scientist, man. And everything I've just said for the last like four or five minutes has been unsourced. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all unsourced here at the Welcome to the Body podcast. But um, Money Making Mitch, just hit us with that news. Now, this is an interesting situation because I've already done my interview um, episode. I've already recorded it before I recording this, right? And so I'm about to say something now, which I'm going to talk more about uh, on the midweek episode this week. So stay, 
just be ready for the uh, the Wednesday episode because that, it, it delves into this big bit deeper. But Cardinal George Pell, you know, one of these one of these church dudes, Vatican dudes. Um, he he's been convicted of sexual abuse, obviously, because um, that's what priests do, and um, he's been demoted from the Vatican. But check this out: there's been a suppression order issued, which means that. Uh, news outlets are not allowed to report on this. There was a leak though, which is why I know this information and I know that there's a suppression order. But, um, so the suppression order is to, <clears throat> to, to stop any sort of defamation of the church, uh, and swaying of public opinion of the church, I guess, which is unfair in my eyes because if I if I get charged for rape, right? Whether I did it or didn't do it, that's public information. Okay? So anyone can get that and that fucks up my reputation. So why doesn't the church's reputation get to get fucked up? You know? And why do these cats just get demoted instead of fucking fired? You wanna touch kids? Go do it and don't be in my fucking church, motherfucker. Get the fuck out of here, you know? Oh, but I'm sorry. Oh, Jesus, Mary and Joseph, I'm sorry. Fuck you, son. Get the fuck out here. Hold on. Rachel just called me. So I don't even know if this is still filming now. I should have had this on uh, Do Not Disturb. Okay. Rachel just called me and it fucked up the, the video, so I don't know what the video is going to look like and the audio is going to be all fucked up. I don't remember what I was talking about. Oh yeah, if I get convicted for rape, I'm going to get um, my reputation tarnished. Good luck getting a job, motherfucker. I didn't do it though. Yeah, well, the newspaper... Or, you know, journalists, I looked up the court records, anything. I can see anything, it's all public. So why does the church get protected? Why doesn't the church have to pay tax, you know? The church just gets all these special rules. If you're a fucking teacher and you get accused of touching little kids, they're going to let the whole world know, right? But you're a priest, so it's, a, it's like, we'll keep it a secret. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. I'm not happy with that. Just because you don't want the reputation tarnished. The reputation's fucked up because every fucking year there's another one or two priests up in the Vatican getting a demotion. String them up, man. It's bullshit. Sexual abuse. Get the fuck out of here, man. Can't believe it. Um, I feel like the public has a right to know. And whether that tarnishes their image or not, that's, that's too fucking bad. Don't have priests fucking little kids don't make rules that say priests not allowed to fuck you gotta live a life of celibacy of course they're gonna fucking prey on kids like your rules are all fucked up and how do the rules come how do people take that shit so serious people people take church so serious that stupid fucking story here Mary I've done this before I've gone through this before Mary had never been fucked but she falls pregnant. Okay, that's a lie. But anyway, let's let's keep going. She has this fucking kid who's the son of God. Because God put the... Without fucking Mary, God put the baby in her womb. 
because it was like a, uh, what was it? A pristine womb or something like that? Or like a untouched womb? Some fucking shit like that. Okay. So she has this kid who walks on water, turns water to wine, makes unlimited fish and all this shit. Right. So, um, I guess that's not ridiculous. So if I, if I've made a story up, right, where, um, uh, God comes down and talks to me and he says, listen, I know you're not a sick fuck. You're a good man. You like the bitches. You like women. You want to have sex with women. And that's fine. That's fine. But the only way to bring this, to bring my son Jesus into this world would, is going to be to fuck your dog, little Trixie, because I've put this womb inside her. And it's the only womb that my son Jesus can be born in. I need you to fuck this dog. Right? So I fuck the dog and Jesus is born. You're going to say, Clay, that story is ridiculous. It's dumb. It doesn't make sense. A dog can't have a fucking baby, a human baby. Yeah. You know who else can't? Virgins. Right? Right? Am I, am I right or am I wrong? Am I, am I crazy? So, so how are you going to, how am I going to make you believe that a virgin had a fucking baby like this? I'm going to be so solemn and serious and say, there's no jokes. There's no joking about religion. There's no joking about Mary and Joseph and Jesus and fucking Judas, you know? There's no joking about it. This happened and it's serious. And it's the most serious thing ever. Okay. And if you do any bad things, your soul is black for the rest of your life. And you go to hell, the fiery hell. You get your, you, all bad things happen to you for the rest of eternity. Infinity. You just get, you just get burned and tortured and you get your cock ripped off and reattached and ripped off again. Your eyes get taken out and they, they, they play tug of war with your tongue and they put, they put, uh, you know, they make beetles burrow through your piss hole and all this wild shit in hell. And I believe this. You're supposed to believe this as a child. And you're like, you get scared into believing that a virgin got fucked by nobody, had a baby who walked on water and created wine from water. Right? They scare you into believing that shit through solemnity. The more solemn you are about anything, the more serious it looks. Like, when I get... When I get like accused of something, Clay, did you leave? Did you leave the door unlocked all day today? And I'm like, no, I swear I didn't. There's no way I would do something like that to you, housemate Dan or Rachel. I would never leave the door open. See how serious I just got? And they believe me because I'm so serious. I left the door open all fucking day probably, you know? But I got solemn about it and they're like, shit, he really means that. So when I'm telling you a story about this, this, uh, this baby that was born from a virgin, I'd be just mad serious about it and you'll just believe it, right? So that is how people believe this shit. And then they're like, okay, well, I, I won't fuck for the rest of my life then. I'm going to be a priest. But human nature takes over. You get horny, right? You got desires. And then you, you go and you're like, oh, look, this kid right here, I'll scare this kid into not saying anything. Cause I'll say, Hey, 
this is good, this is this is good between me and you, but if you tell anybody, God's going to find out. And you know what that means. You're going to be in hell for eternity, getting your asshole rammed. Even though I just did that to you, but it's going to, it's going to be with something much, much bigger because I've got a tiny little coward cock. You see? Oh, I know the religious people are going to hate all of this, but if you hate it, Go ahead and unsubscribe to the potty because we we're not worried about you, man. We got people we got people in here that's fucking bowed that life. BTL. You know? Um But Yeah. Demotion's not good enough. You gotta string these cats up. And you gotta you gotta change the rules of religion, man. You gotta just you gotta figure out why like like the most holy people in the world are committing serious crimes and you think that we are by we our laws were made from religion and all of this it doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense you're almost forcing them to fuck these kids instead of just saying like yeah go get a wife but you can only fuck one wife you can only fuck her forever just like just like everyone else can that goes to church and prays and raises children and they're all allowed to do that, but a priest is not. No. Work that shit out, rewrite the book, make it a bit more believable, and um and then get back to me. But until then, you gotta string up these cats to the fucking kids. You know? It won't do. It will not do. I, f- I don't remember if I was going anywhere else with that. But you you know, you get the point. I, I think. I don't know. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. Um, now, home loans. Me and Richo, again, we talked about this on the uh, the midweek episode of Welcome to the Party, the hump day episode. And Richo was talking about like, oh, they're looking at your digital spending and stuff. Now, I read an article today where this woman, um, she got a home loan in 2012 with her partner. And her and her partner have recently broken up and she's got the house. Surprise, surprise. Um, And she's had to refinance it, obviously, because she's now a single owner. The house has gone up in value uh, through renovations and a housing boom. And uh, she's earning as much now as her and her partner were earning in 2012. And she needs to refinance the house for as much as they refinanced it for in 2012. So... Like, if you think of it logically, she should get approved. But no, they're looking at, um, they're looking at all this other shit. And I didn't write down any notes, and I forgot what they were looking at. But they were scrutinizing everything. They were scrutinizing her because she was single, um, and uh, different, just her different spends. So they're they're just looking through her, her spending habits and saying like, oh, this won't do, this won't do. And then, um, questioned her over getting like, uh, souvlakis or euros or whatever for lunch. Questioning her lunch spending. That's like $11, son. Like, shut up, bank guy. Um, but yeah, reading shit like this, I've got no hope of ever owning my own home. Uh, no fucking hope. No hope. Um, Prada has had to pull products after, uh, claims that they were using blackface imagery. Now 
I'm going to ho hopefully get uh, Money Making Mitch to put this picture up uh, on Instagram this week. But there was like a little key ring doll thing hanging off the bag. And I got to tell you, I got to tell you, whoever signed off on that was an actual retard, man. Because of course it looks racist. Whether they meant, meant it to be racist or not, it looks racist as fuck. It looks like a racist Muppet. It's just a black thing with massive red lips. And it's just straight up like racist. It's crazy. It's crazy. The ignorance on some of these companies, like especially in 2018, is um, confounding. Is that a is that a word? Is it, did I use it correctly? It's all unsourced here at the Welcome to the Potty podcast. Um, and an update on Centoya Brown, who we talked about on uh, the Hump Day episode and also will be talking about on the next Hump Day episode with my guest. Um, but the governor is um, considering clemency for Centoya Brown. Now, do I know what clemency means? No. So we'll just get that shit Googled right now. Because it is important to know the words that you're using. Clemency. I misspelt it. Clemency. Mercy or lenience. So yeah, 51 years was excessive. Uh, and how they got to 51 years will be discussed on the Hump Day episode. We've got all that information for you and it makes much more sense now rather than just 51 years. Um, it makes much more sense. Much more sense. Is it right? No. But does it make more sense? Yes. Um, but yeah, let's go to Poor Posture of the Week then, Triple M. Poor Posture of the Week. All right. Um, so Johnson & Johnson, the, I don't know what kind of brand to call them, like a, uh, I don't know, hy hygiene brand or something? They do like baby oil, maybe the baby products, baby oil, baby powder. Um, I think they do body wash and soaps and shit like that. That's what Johnson & Johnson is. Um, now that is a name that I cannot, I cannot tell whether it's uh, two black people or two white people. Cause I can, I can think of like Johnson & Johnson or Johnson & Johnson, you know? So it's like, is really, really hard to tell. But whoever it is, whomever, whoever, I don't know, um, knew about asbestos in their baby powder for decades. Oh boy, I've used it. I've used it. I've breathed it. Fuck. That is fucked up. That's an absolute stitch up and it will not do. And they need to be strung up. And if they're black, I apologize that you have to be strung up because that's not the way that any black man wants to go out. But you have to be strung up if you're poisoning people for decades with the knowledge that you're doing it as well. Fuck you, Johnson & Johnson. That's fucked. Your post is terrible. Um, you look like a candy cane, dude. We'll keep it, we'll keep it uh, Christmas themed. You look like a candy cane. Um... You're all bent out of shape. You got scoliosis, dude, and you need to see a chiropractor or an osteopath. You understand? You need to get that shit cracked up, manipulated. Um, you look like Quasimodo, motherfucker. You're going to just be poisoning cats with asbestos? That's illegal, and you need to get strung up. Deadass. Um, now, James Fields Jr., you may remember that name. You may not. 
but he is a neo-Nazi, yes. And he was, he was the fuck that, uh, drove his car into counter-protesters at a white supremacist rally in Charlottesville, North Carolina. And Donald Trump said, uh, well, uh, well, I can see it from both sides, you know, uh, uh, the black people, they were, they were, they were in the wrong too. And, uh, I mean, every action has a, has a reaction. And I hope you get assassinated, motherfucker. Stop talking that shit. I just got myself put on a watch list for saying what I said. And that's fine. This is bullshit, man. But this dude finally got sentenced life in prison. So, motherfucker, James Fields Jr., you're about to get that good, good loving. You are about to get shanked with the big meatloaf up your ring hole, motherfucker. And you know what? I hope the worst for you. I hope the worst for you. you oh, oh, hold on. He'll have protection in there from the Aryan Brotherhood or some shit, probably. He'll probably be fine. <sighs> It's all fucked. It's all fucked. We're all just humans, man. The human race. Yeah, peace, man. Peace and love, man. Like, what are you... What are you talking about, man? Like, what do you mean you hate another man, man? You know? Like, man. Uh, let's do Clay's Reviews and get the fuck out of here. Comedy, action, or horror? Will this movie win an Oscar? Set design, directing, acting, lighting, or costumes? This segment is Clay's Reviews. Now Creed 2 is in theaters, uh, and I hadn't even seen Creed 1 yet, so I made sure I caught myself up and I saw Creed. Um, and I gotta tell you, it is like a next generation Rocky. Rocky is uh, very, it stands, it stands the test of time. It holds up. It's the, it's like the, you know, rags to riches type of story. It's got love, hate. Um, you know, it's got the training montages, which are made very famous, which people think of these huge things are really not. They're about five minutes long in the grand scheme of things. And they're great. We love them. We always love them. And Creed uses that recipe, but retells the story for this generation and you don't actually need to see Rocky. You don't need to know Rocky before you start on Creed. So they've done very well in that respect. Like obviously Sylvester Stallone's in it. He got nominated for best supporting actor or something and he got robbed. Um, but yeah, it was, it was great. It was great. I loved it. Uh, I love the retelling of the story. I loved what they did. They made me cry. Um, internally, obviously I don't like to cry externally. So I felt myself crying, but I didn't actually cry. Do you know what I mean? All the men know what I mean. Um, yeah, man, but I definitely recommend Creed and I'll be seeing Creed 2 ASAP as well. Cause, uh, I loved it. The fight scenes were dope. I get real tired of Rockies and how nobody guards their face though. Um, nobody's ducking and weaving. Everybody's just taking hits to the head in. And we know about CTE, man. But anyway, um, it was it was great. I loved it. The fight scenes were dope. It looked very real. I, I wasn't quite sure how they were doing it because when they were getting hit, they were like, like, it looked like serious whiplash. And I was like, obviously they're not hitting it. I don't know how they did it. It looked dope. It was dope. See it, see it. 
see it. And then I'm going to go see Creed 2 and give you a little fucking uh, review on that. I'm going to take a stab and say Creed 2 will not be as good as Creed 1. Um, Creed 1 did a very fucking good job. But we'll see. We'll see. Um, I watched it on Stan uh, and I gave it an 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10. So that's going to be it from me today. I think I'm dehydrated or something. I'm not I'm not feeling super energetic, but I'm going to go to the gym with Lavelle. Um, hopefully, I don't see any, any fuck boys in there, like, um, you know, in the mirror and shit. I hate mirror boys. Um, yeah, man. I don't, yeah, I don't have a whole lot. I don't have a whole lot for you. Um, obviously, I love, I love religion. I think it's, it makes sense. I don't think it's ever caused any harm. Um, that was sarcasm. Um, uh the NBA is looking real good. I'm loving it. Uh, you know, there's people still running around with terrible posture that need correction. Uh, usually, usually that correction means being strung up or bent over and banged in the ass. But it is what it is here at the Welcome to the Party podcast, and I love each and every one of you. Um, shout out to Darcy Harding, um, our winner of the the Christmas giveaway. Um, make sure you check out our website, www.welcometothepotty.com. Um, you can see... You can see everything there, everything really. Um, uh, check out check out the charities uh, and see see if you want to donate anything to any charities as well. Um, if you do, drop a little note in as well and just say that you heard about them from Welcome to the Potty. That'd be very nice. Um, shit, what else, man? You know where to find us: Twitter, Welcome Potty; Instagram, Welcome to the Potty; Facebook, Welcome to the Potty. Um, keep emailing in us emailing us in those poor postures that we listen to this fuck shit uh welcome to the potty at gmail.com i love you motherfuckers and as always have a safe weekend um kill this last work week before christmas and a bung a bung Welcome to